0: All right, well, let's do this. All right, ready, and three, two, one. God. That was pretty good. (laughs) That was pretty good. No, it was. (laughs) God, no.
1: Okay, for those listening at home, I'm watching you on Skype, and my hands met at the same time that I saw your hands meet, and I heard our clap in the same time.
0: So I was done clapping. I had time to sit back and watch you clap. Okay, let's get on with this.
1: (laughs) Adam, are you ready to call
0: this meeting to order? 100% yes. All the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Let this meeting be so called. Adam, do
1: you know what is special about today's meeting well that we're doing it on this (laughs) day (laughs) right right but there's actually that was kind of a weak guess actually
0: okay right
1: well not untrue not untrue but (laughs) no adam actually this is the 200th episode of gravity beard
0: Man, how do you feel?
1: You know, it kind of snuck up on me because I wasn't really paying attention to the episode
0: numbers, if I'm totally honest. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. It just becomes a number of a file that you shift back and forth. Well, I
1: mean, the 100th episode was a big deal, and I was kind of counting down to it, and we made plans in advance. And then we've talked about it a few times, but if you look back, we've told people, hey, go back and listen to this episode because it's one of our best. Yeah, but you know, man, life and and this this one just snuck up on me. <laughs> but
0: but I will also <laughs> say, Adam, do, bro, <laughs> you know,
1: I just shrugged it off. But you know, we've gotten really used to delivering platinum level content at every episode, so it's just not as big of a deal yeah. as it used to be.
0: Yeah, no, we don't have to set aside a special episode to, to like really give it all we've got. We do that every episode. That is correct. We leave everything on the field. That's right. 100%. Yeah. That's true, though. That's true, though. I mean, we've been, well, plus the show has changed a lot since then. You know, when we, when we did that, um, this, uh, this segment was kind of a new, a new deal and we didn't even have a staff meeting back then. That was, that's, that's this correct. Is all new. That is so, I mean, correct. we, we even joke about that on the show, too. We, you know, about how, you know, um, I was like, I, I made a comment that, that this, this one, this this week today was like the Bush League. Of the Gravity Beard, you know, so this <laughs> not is anymore. a whole new, <laughs> we're not the Quidditch field, okay? <laughs> not anymore, baby. <laughs> no, because it's us, baby, us.
1: <laughs> so we've reached a major milestone today, Adam. Dude, it's so
0: good to uh, to reach this with you, man. This is yeah. awesome.
1: Same, same. And we have several other milestones and anniversaries coming up this year, and you and I have discussed plans for a special episode this
0: summer to celebrate mm-hmm. all of those milestones, it's going to be like I mean how do you what do you call a, a bag of milestones? Wow. A uh, um a sack, a sack of milestones. <laughs> a satchel? A Maybe satchel. a satchel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bushel, a bushel of milestones? <laughs> a bushel basket of milestones. A bushel a basket cornucopia? of milestones. <laughs> yeah, sure. All of those are correct.
1: <laughs> All right, but stay tuned for more details cuz as it gets closer we um we may tease everybody a little bit about some of the some of the stuff we're going to do on that episode. Hell yeah. All right, well, let's begin this meeting, as we always do, and go
0: over our top contributors list. That's perfect. I'd like to point out one thing, that you are wearing our your customary recording with Adam shirt because you're wearing your Young Life t-shirt.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> you hear it every time we record. I practically have a uniform and people don't even know it.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, top contributors, let's do it. Here we go.
1: all right counting down from 10 number 10 is vlado from it's not rocket surgery yes number nine is jim weir oh falling down the polls. number eight is carrie dykes of a dash of science and the podfix network super funny number seven is paul chomo king of the internet co-host of varmints and blazing caribou studios Can we just say how cool it is that we have the king of the internet in our group? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, the absolute king of the entire internet is part of our group. Number six is Chris DeVos of Podcast 42, also a terrific show on the Podfix Network. Most definitely. Number five, you all know him. You all love him. It's Luke Umscheid. Yes, he makes me laugh daily. Number four is Tiff Franks. Aw, Tiff. I love Tiff. I do as well Number three is Leslie Morgan She's been coming on strong for a long time now Oh my god, she's hilarious Number two, and we're going to talk about him plenty here in just a second Bob Haynes of Nerd or Not at the Cretans Guild oh, Can't wait to talk about this And number one No one can knock him off his throne <laughs> Once again, I'm sure he's <laughs> listening right now with his hands raised in the air <laughs> Celebrating his own dominance Yes It's Keith Gala
0: Of the pop-up film cast If I had to guess I would say that not only I I think that Keith might be raising only one arm this time Toph, because I think in the second Arm, or second hand He will be eating a Delicious creamsicle dipped cone From Dairy Queen Ah, that's right, that's quite possible So that would be like his his torch of liberty Or MVP, while his other hand is raised in victory
1: Yeah And I think that would be appropriate Alright, Adam I think now is a good time for birthdays. Ah, birthdays. There's a couple special ones here. Now, Adam, your birthday is in April, isn't it? My birthday is not in April. It is is not in April. You don't celebrate your birthday in the month of April? Nope, nope. You've never in your entire life, you've never observed your birthday in April? No, my 21 years of life, I've never celebrated it in April. Not once. So you're saying your birthday... As far as where it is on the calendar, is not in April. So in a 12-month calendar, it does not fall in April. It's so confusing. Okay. Yeah, it's tough. We're going to try to move on. We okay. do have three birthdays. The first one is on the 5th. That was just a couple of days ago. And that is the 9th birthday of Leslie Morgan's sweet daughter, Blake.
0: If Leslie Morgan if you're the, the the child of leslie morgan i think that you're already set up for a successful future as a hilarious and powerful woman so <laughs> way to go blake happy birthday she has a bright future ahead of her no doubt on the
1: 16th this upcoming week or about i guess a little more than a week from now carrie McGuinness said wolverine is turning 10 now she doesn't mean the superhero character she's talking about her dog that dog is awesome so, Wolverine, happy birthday. Happy 10th birthday. And yep. then one last birthday on the 20th of April. Join us in a couple of weeks to celebrate the 45th birthday of Laura Thompson.
0: Oh, oh man, she's also hilarious. <laughs> oh, man, right? she's funny. Right? <laughs> I love these people. This is a great month of birthdays. You know who else is in April? Uh, you. You. You're at your birthday actually is... Is in April. No, remember, remember how we just talked a few minutes ago how it's not my birthday in April? Yeah, maybe you forgot, but it's, it's not in April. Oh, so in addition to the ones we've already read... You, it's not your, mine. It's, yours is not included in those. No, no, no. You have to look at the calendar. It's not there. Huh.
1: Okay. All right. Well, Adam, our staff of interns is constantly demonstrating their pride and dedication to the organization. Uh-huh. And we've mentioned this before, but this trend that I'm about to mention is spreading. Some of the interns have begun changing their job histories on Facebook to include their position at Gravity Beard. Chris DeVos started it all, but he's been joined by several others. Yeah. So Paul, Corey, Casey, Sam, Bob, Brisky, Carrie, and Keith have all changed their, their job status, their job history status to say that they're an intern or something
0: similar on their Facebook job history. I think it's really it's really powerful because I know that when I have a job that I love, I post it on Facebook, and so for our interns to be doing that is a heartwarming, it's b it's totally metal, and <laughs> c like it's it's extremely appreciated. Absolutely, and I apologize if I've missed
1: others, and I would encourage everyone to follow these fine examples and add Gravity Beard Intern or something similar. Whatever you think your role is with our organization, add that to your Facebook job history.
0: Yeah, whether it just be intern, more seasoned intern, or season more seasoned intern with your job title.
1: Okay, well, now we have a couple of things that we need to specifically thank Tiff for. Uh, I, I, do we even have enough time for that? No, but, but there are two, two specifically that I want to call out. The first one, Adam, is crochet F-bombs. Dude, <laughs> my kids love them. <laughs> okay, so I get things shipped to my office because if they get sent to my house, there's no telling what will happen to them. Mm. And so when they arrived at my office and I opened them up, I was super excited because I didn't know when they were going to come in. And so it was a surprise. Yeah. I immediately pulled them out of the pack and started walking around the office and sharing them with people. They were a huge hit.
0: Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And they're handmade. Like, I mean, this is a handmade crocheted F-bomb. Yes. Yeah. And I I did a live unbagging that's right you did so let me say one thing really quickly about that I, I think it's really cool because when i held the f-bomb i'm like man this is somebody that in in a physical location across the sea held and made so like you know like this is basically like tiff handed me this f-bomb and i always think that's really cool like i when i ship things internationally it's like wow somebody else had this in their hand and then now i have it in my hand they were th- they were the last ones to touch it and I'm the first one to pick it back up since it traveled across the sea. That's and I so think that's cool. so neat. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I didn't even think about that. That's real cool. Yeah. Well, the second thing I want to thank Tiff for is that Tiff has agreed to become our group archivist and historian. I'm really excited about this, actually. I am, too, because that's something she's, I mean, among other things, but that's another thing that she's specifically gifted at.
0: Yes. And 100%. so I, I've,
1: I've started sharing some information that I've kept. Uh, which is very poorly organized, as we've talked about before. Yeah, and, and then I've pointed, pointed her in the direction of some other things. And so I did, we, that's something we really needed, because we've talked about on the show how poor records we keep. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, t- a t- true. T- thank you so much. That's a huge help. And thanks for stepping into that role. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, re- let's recognize and welcome our newest interns. And again, this is one of those things where I may have missed out on somebody, where I may have forgotten somebody. But if, if I did, I apologize. So Cheryl, Cassandra, or Cassandra, not sure, Eddie Underwood and Scott Grubel. Welcome to all
0: of you. Those are our newest interns. Yeah, this is awesome. Welcome, guys. And I uh, hope that you all enjoy the company that we have here. Yeah, absolutely. Adam, how about some polls? Love polls. We have a big poll that was here, kind
1: of. Boy, you know, it wasn't so much a big poll as a as a series of polls. And what I'm talking about is the comedy film March Madness Tournament that was put on by Bob Haynes. This was a geniusly done poll. Perfectly executed. Again, it's one of the funnest things we've done in the group. So here's what happened. We started with 64 comedy films. and Well, actually, what we did was we did a, a pre-poll to determine who's going to make it. And far more films actually were... were added the list and he had it narrowed right. down to 64 and so several good ones did not make the tournament i'm just going to skip ahead to the final four matchups those were monty python's holy grail versus christmas vacation and blazing saddles versus princess bride and monty python and the princess bride advanced rather easily actually to the championship game now consider for a moment the comedy titans i don't know if you thought about this adam but when i started thinking through this for our discussion today Think of the comedy titans that were not involved in the championship game. Yeah. Let me let me just name them. The collective comedy works of Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, John Candy, Bill Murray, Robin Williams, and Eddie Murphy were all eliminated short of the final matchup. That's insane. Think Although Chevy about Chase
0: that. made it all the way to the semifinals.
1: I mean, granted, but I'm saying in the championship final game, final matchup, None of those guys were included. They were all eliminated prior to that.
0: Well, and I think that there's like Jim Carrey. I mean, there's so many people oh, that oh, got Oh, I'm eliminated.
1: not done. I'm not done. <laughs> not, to, not to mention other comedy greats like Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, Chris Farley, Rodney Dangerfield, Mike Myers, Will Ferrell, and Leslie Nielsen. All of them missed out on the championship game. And each of the ones I just named had multiple movies in the tournament. They had multiple yeah. chances to make it
0: there. Yeah. Yep. I find that I find that absolutely amazing. Absolutely, no, it, it's it's incredible because you know it's part of the the thing was like how do you I mean like everything else that we pull and then somehow make a definitive answer out of it and regardless of you know topic or category, but um, the it's interesting that you know, how do you define the best comedy movie? I mean, you just you're going to cut out so much greatness to in in this challenge. Yeah, I agree. But whatever, we outline the
1: process. We ran the tournament. The outcome is what it is. So speaking of that, after all of that, Holy Grail faced off against the Princess Bride and the grand champion, winner of the tournament, and the official best comedy of all time, according to the Gravity Beard interns, is... Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> Yay! And <laughs> it was much rejoicing. Okay, so the final vote was twenty-six to twenty-one. So it was close. It went. That was a big, a big close tie. I mean, close, close count. This isn't necessarily who I would have chosen uh, to make it to the end, but I'm satisfied with the outcome of the final matchup.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the the tournament itself was was just brilliant, you know. Like, I, I really think it was. Um, and, and let me not like downplay what I think how funny Monty Python is because I do think it's really, really, really funny. I mean, one of the best of all time. I just don't know if it was the funniest out of all these movies, like, or out of all the movies possible. But hang know? on,
1: let's just concentrate on the final matchup because I was between those two movies, I was perfectly okay. satisfied. I was perfectly satisfied. Now you, however, were
0: not satisfied with the outcome. Well, I just, I just thought Monty Python was just going to win because if, like, again, if you see a poll with Monty Python, you're going to have to, like, I feel like there's an obligation that one feels to vote for Monty Python. All right. Well, one thing so, you're failing to disclose is
1: that not only were you not satisfied with the outcome, but in fact, you made a declaration in the discussion thread for the championship matchup. I would like to read the exchange that you and I had as a result. <laughs> okay. You posted the comment. I'm gunning for Monty Python. (laughs) Yep. I responded with, are you declaring Monty Python the Asian soup of the finals? (laughs) Now, (laughs) before you answered, before you answered, Laura Thompson, she jumps in and says, I'm with you, Adam.
0: Yeah, Laura. Hell yeah.
1: And then I made this observation, which we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about later again. Uh Uh-huh. There's a weird voodoo thing that happens when someone uses the phrase gunning for in these situations. It always causes things to swing in that direction.
0: That's right.
1: Because when you said I'm gunning for, that legitimately made me worried. (laughs) Then Laura Thompson says to me, just change your vote and we could be friends again. (laughs)
2: Laura,
1: for the win. (laughs) So I respond, now we're not even friends? (laughs) Nope. She's choosing the right side. And then she responds... You said it yourself, these polls are serious business. <laughs> and then I respond, touche, it's a hard truth we all have to live with. Listen, the rules are unflinchingly rigid. <laughs> and then this is where you pop back in, a hundred percent gunning for the Asian soups of comedy movies.
3: <laughs>
1: now Adam, you did not come out on the majority side of things. I did not I did not experience the win that occurred. Which means I had to hop back onto this thread. And I said, Adam, let this be a lesson to you <laughs> that only I can
0: successfully gun for something. <laughs> so I would like to amend that because I think when when you started the when you started this phenomena, you, you unlocked this this power <laughs> of gunning and changing the vote. I would like to say that I really feel that. Um, so okay, first of all, when I said I'm gunning for this, the vote started to turn. There was like a shift. It was like that third quarter push. And suddenly, it was like one or two votes with an overtaking from like five or six down. That's right. It I It swung so far. And then, <clears throat> I feel like in this situation, Monty Python was just too powerful. Like, it was always a more powerful spell, right? So, Monty can I, Python... Can I give you the, but I Hang on a second. <clears throat> s- no, wait a second. Can I give you the real explanation?
1: Yes. You were trying to harness something that belongs to me and me alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so, Listen, you can come I, over... I,
0: with, I, whatever explanation you want... That's the real explanation. Well, yeah, and maybe maybe what I had was just since I did not create the spell, I don't have the same power. It was close. It just couldn't, it couldn't cross the finish line. That is correct.
1: Well, in any case, you responded to that by saying, I have so many curse words right now, I can't even describe it. Yep. And I said, sure you can give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said you were going to call the hotline. I did say that. Which to me came a little bit, a little bit across, I'm going to go tell mom and dad. Well,
0: but mom and dad would be me and you. I would go tell <laughs> you and I. I'm just saying it's like, it just sounded like you were going to take your toys and go home. But in any I, case... I, I like how it, you always tell people to call the hotline, and when I say I'm going to call the hotline... You're, you're, I just feel like you're <laughs> pouting a little bit. But in
1: any case, I have that message. And I'm going to play it right now. Go for it.
0: <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Lord Thunder. This is how I talk. Okay. Here's the thing. Monty Python. Let me preface this by saying this is, this has nothing to do with how wonderful of a poll, um, Bob ran for the March Madness. It's true. Um, it, tournament. That thing was phenomenal. I just want to say though that I just feel like that anytime someone mentions a Kylie movie, you have to say Monty Python. Like somebody has to say it and then you can't argue with it. It is not, while it is a
4: phenomenal movie, it is not the funniest movie. It, it, like, of all time. It's just, it's amazing. I'm not trying to diminish how great that movie is. It's just f***ing nuts. There are other
0: f***ing movies that are way more f***ing funny, but if you put <laughs> anything together that involves comedy, don't say fucking Monty Python, you're a f***ing a-hole. <laughs> So I just want to say that, like, when I respect the results, it is complete horse hockey, that it always wins. I just don't feel like it's the funniest of it is out there. Anyway, that being said, don't excuse. So after a tirade of cuss words, you thought you'd slip in a horse hockey? <laughs> I did I did want to slip in a horse hockey because you have to be creative sometimes. Now, I will say that I curbed my statements because it, my, my initial thoughts was like, okay, this is going to sound like I'm attacking people in the group, you know, which I'm not. Right. So uh, you know, I, I switched a little bit, but... It's true. If anybody says the word Monty Python, it's just it's automatically the funniest movie in the world. And I don't think that's true. Well, I, I predicted to win the tournament, Monty Python, because that's what people are going to vote for. I don't want to turn.
1: I don't want to turn this into a long debate about the merits of Monty Python, because I'm not. I'm not saying all of their stuff is genius, but the Holy Grail is, and that and that's why it prevailed. I mean,
0: okay. To your point, first of all, by the way, I picked. I predicted this turn I predicted exactly what what went what happened did you really I did and I sent you the proof yeah. I got I got some of them wrong but by and large I was right um, because I do think that Monty Python falls into those categories like why is dumb and dumber still funny because it's it's brilliantly performed and written right like I mean whether or not you think dumb dumb and dumber is a good movie or not it's it's really funny because of the of the acting the writing and the performing so that, that's why Monty Python is so so funny so I, I agree that it's up there but it's just not the be-all, end-all funniest movie of all time, and it no matter what happens, it always ends there. Yeah. All right. Do you feel like you've gotten to at least say your piece? I don't think I'll ever have uh, felt like I've said my piece about Monty Python. But yes, and I and and you know what? At the end of the day, I respect the results of the poll. I respect the results of the poll, and I will concur that I am on not on the majority side. And I will say though that this one I respect more, and will not say. That this was the Eli Manning of victories. Like where your team (laughs) it for you. (laughs) All right.
1: Fair enough. (laughs) All right. Well, once again, thank you so much to Bob Haynes for presiding over the tournament. We really appreciate all of his time and effort. And one more thing. Bob has prepared an audio recap of the tournament. So you can relive all the action. It's fantastic. And it should be in your feed right now. All right, with March Madness in the rearview mirror, we move on to our next event. That would be the Breakfast Cereal Elimination poll. That started at the beginning of last week, so it's about half over. And not unlike the potato, egg, and soup poles before it, this has been pure chaos. Yes. So by all means, jump in on the fun. Adam, we have another facilities upgrade to announce. Yes, these are great. We've begun installing Space Age Toilets in all of the restrooms. That is correct. The process will be complete by Q1 of 2020. When it's all done, we will have effectively have noise-canceling toilets, Adam. Yep. Yep, I, 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 I found this plan, and I decided that it needed
0: to happen for our our facility.
1: Yeah, no, I'm glad you did. So a memo went out to everyone with the details. I know Bob Gaines got it because he responded by saying, challenge accepted. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, so now it's time to tell everyone about our most exciting facilities upgrade yet. And it's not the water slide. It is not the water slide. It's better. We have a new official company vehicle. It's called the Furion Elysium RV. Yes, this is awesome. Allow me to share some of the details. The interior features three 75-inch 4K TVs, a 15-inch touchscreen Infotainment system with RV navigation and observation cameras, a fireplace, complete kitchen for gourmet cooking, including an induction cooktop, convection microwave, dishwasher, refrigerator, oven, and wine fridge. If that's not enough, it also has a smart toilet and smart shower. You can go through a quick getaway hatch to the upper deck. That's where you'll find an area for entertaining that includes a lounge, hot tub, and a retractable uh, helipad for your Robinson R-22 helicopter. The purpose of the Elysium is to connect its passengers with intelligent technology that promotes luxurious comfort. I
0: think the only thing that it's missing is the noise-canceling toilet, but other than that, it's amazing.
1: Well, I think when you say smart toilet, I think that's implied. That's fair. That's fair. And an, an announcement on top of the announcement our tentative plans are to use this when we do gravity beard road rules. That is uh, such a good idea. And a memo will go out with the schedule and itinerary very soon. Yeah, it's going to be great. Adam, we've approved some new additions to our dress code. Yes. These are big. This one, this one's for our more frugal interns, such as myself. Right. I'm pleased to announce the approval of the genuine original sack dress. (laughs) Let me describe it. It says, why spend big money on high fashion when you give her the authentic sack for just a dollar made of honest to goodness potato sacks? The loveliest female will look look like a sack of potatoes. (laughs) It also comes in a handsome two color print, a sack of (laughs) a sack of fun, huh? (laughs) For only $1, you can get them from Greenland Studios. Now, this ad is directed towards women, but I've seen also seen the men's version yeah, it's equally as stunning. That's right. It's a really
0: fashion-forward option. Quite for for not a lot of money.
1: And I I've already uh, ordered mine. They come in a variety of sizes. And so uh-huh. go go down to HR and get yours.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. The library continues to expand, Adam. And here are this week's editions. Perfect. From Keith's personal collection, Darth Vader and Son. <laughs> you could find that yeah you could find that in the children's section of the library the next one is from the little lapland adventure series and was suggested by cheryl it's called don't lick the stripper pole (laughs) that's a pro tip book that that is a pro tip and it could be found in the parenting and family section of the library (laughs) and our last selection this week this is from bob haynes the night dad went to jail what to expect when someone you love goes to jail by melissa higgins illustrated by wednesday (laughs) Kerwin. great selections this week man what an addition and as always look out for luke and the bookmobile it should be coming through your neighborhood very soon but if you don't
0: get it you'll never see it again probably for a while adam let's talk
1: science oh i love science our first item came to us from Carrie Dykes, the co-host of Adash of Science. It was originally a post on Twitter, and it reads, Minty is just cold spicy, and my life has now not known peace ever since. <laughs> so Adam, I posed you the question, is
0: Minty just cold spicy? Man. I, I feel like there's enough evidence to support yes. It doesn't, it doesn't rock my world the way that it has others, but it is important so you do think that minty is just cold spicy I think so but I mean but where spicy is not refreshing minty is but what about extreme mintiness I mean what can be more extreme extreme or, or, mintiness or, or, or what, yeah what is the most extreme minty that you get <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah see so you agree that it, that it is cold spicy or no uh,
1: I, I would probably say no honestly okay alright I'm not going to say anything about our next item okay good I'm just going to play the audio. <laughs> oh, perfect.
4: This is Sciency McScienceFace, and this is wow. how I talk. It is March 18, 2019 at 3.09 in the post-Meridian <laughs> uh, Central Daylight Time. I'm calling from an undisclosed location in uh, North Texas in the United States of America. And I wanted to respond to a couple of things uh, in the most recent staff meeting that was held. Um, number one uh, is with regards to the Flat Earth documentary <laughs> known as Behind the Curve. I've heard of it. Um, what I listened to was obviously disparaging in some ways, and I understand that not everyone has uh, come to learn the truth or accepted the truth. It's hard to change one's mind who's been lied to for uh, their entire lives, but um, I want you to know that I did watch the documentary. Uh, I found it interesting. Um, I also fully believe that uh, that documentary was... um, Ultimately edited by, or certainly has been delivered, um, uh, by someone who has a disparaging thought on the movement, which is not surprising to those of us in the know. Um, with regard to the issue of the laser gyroscope that was used. Oh, yeah. Um, good. uh, that, that item was provided by an unnamed individual. Uh, I believe that that was a plant that uh, was used to try to discredit the movement, and those individuals that were using it were either involved in the um, deception or they were deceived themselves. Uh, I think it's unfair to assume that uh, anything else occurred um, when we have observable uh, knowledge and uh, uh, evidence that the uh The earth is not a sphere. Um, Nevertheless, I wanted to kind of clear up my, because since I was called out on this on the staff meeting, I wanted to clear that up. Um, Number two, I wanted to say that um, testicle beer, which I've not tasted. I do want you to know, however, (laughs) that um, every year, Every spring, actually, uh, when I go to my friend's ranch to brand cattle, we do eat uh, calve testicles. They are a delicacy, and Yikes. when fried up and fresh, they are very good. I think that you should try things before you should uh, disparage them. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's what I had to say, uh, and I uh, appreciate your time here, and this is uh, Science McScienceFace signing off. Dunsky's
0: Wow. Okay, first of all, let me say this might be one of my favorite calls that we've gotten. You know, ever. A uh, Peter DeVille that's notwithstanding because he's just a wild card that makes everything better. Um, the listener can't see, but I was smiling through the entire call. <laughs> I can verify that. I, <laughs> I just loved that he came and he addressed each issue specifically and I, I feel somewhat admonished, uh, you know, at least towards the end of the call about, the, you know, eating the testicle delicacies. So, you know, we, we, we prejudged and, uh, and didn't, uh, you know, and then haven't tried it. But uh, I, my hat's off to Science Science for, for going the distance and, and standing firm in his beliefs and in his food choices. Even if I think he's a complete loony, I do respect him for sticking to his convictions because he actually believes that the earth is flat. Well, I mean, he's signs him in science face That's what he does. He believes in the science. I mean, right. how else would he get on the Sciencing Committee of Sciencing? That's a good point. Well, the other thing is, I'm not going to listen to him and try,
1: try bull testicles. That's not going to happen.
0: I'm also going to abstain from that experiment. I think that's something that only maybe a flat earther might understand. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk away from that. But you know what? He was, he was gentle and kind in his call and admonishments. So I feel like it was a very civil way to handle this situation. Agree to it, disagree. It, it really was. And I, more than
1: anything, we just appreciate him calling. 100%. Okay, Adam, how about we take a few minutes and touch the sports page? I love touching the sports page. We'll start with this quick note from Brad. Dallas Maverick and future Hall of Famer Dirk Nowitzki... Recently passed Wilt Chamberlain to move into the sixth spot on NBA's all-time scoring list. Is he still playing? He is still playing. This may wow. be this may be his last season. He um, everybody's been treating like he's treating him like he's on a farewell tour, but he's never actually formally
0: said that in a couple weeks when the season ends that this is his last season. <laughs> That's uh, it's like, hey man, it's time for you to go, but I'm not ready. Now nah, it's time for you to go, bud. <laughs> right.
1: It, you know, it, it's he's he's an incredibly nice guy, and he's handling it really well. But it has been very awkward in certain situations. Have you interviewed him like you did Paul George? No, I intend to, but I just he just haven't I just haven't gotten around to it. Okay, okay, got it. However, what I was saying is he has scored thirty one thousand four hundred and twenty points and counting. That's a lot of points, dude. Now, just to put that in perspective, only Jordan, LeBron. Kobe, Carl Malone, and Kareem are ahead of Dirk Nowitzki on that list. Carl Malone is up that high? That makes me really happy. Yeah. Mailman delivers. All right, Adam. I think you know this, but not everyone is capable of broadcasting at a platinum level. Correct. Well, I'd like to play you some audio of someone who came woefully short of our level. (laughs) I'd love to hear this. So, this is AJ Clement on the very first day of his new job.
0: Dreams in Motion organization has a fun time for the disabled. A deadly avalanche kills five in Colorado.
5: You're watching The Evening Sunday on NBC North Dakota News, your news leader in high definition.
0: Gay.
3: Good evening, I'm Van <laughs> Q. You may have seen our newest from AJ on NBC. North Dakota News, and he'll be joining the weekend news team as my co-anchor. Tell us a little bit about yourself, AJ.
0: Um, thanks, Van. I'm very excited. I graduated from West Virginia University, and I'm used to, um, you know, from being from the East Coast.
3: <laughs> okay, well, welcome
6: aboard, AJ. Thanks. It, go for it.
1: So, Adam, how do you think AJ
0: did on his first day on the job? Well, <laughs> I think my favorite part was she's like. Okay, well, thanks for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Um, Yeah, he seems like uh, he doesn't know what he's doing, and he was super nervous.
1: Well, he was fired immediately.
0: (laughs) I didn't even be like, hey, he didn't even get a warning. (laughs) No. So I guess he will not be part of the uh, North Dakota News Leader in HD. No, he will not. (laughs) oh man
1: okay now this from Casey Jones he brings us the first installment of a multi-part series let's listen to part one that was internet sensation guy on a buffalo adam have you ever heard of that before
0: oh absolutely and i love it i really love it
1: i do too now i will say this it doesn't perfectly translate just to audio format only no what i'd like to advise everyone to do because it's hilarious is go out onto youtube and search guy on a buffalo because you're gonna love it that is part one of a four-part series and we will have more from guy on a buffalo at next week's meeting. I love that so much. <laughs> Adam, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners? Oh, that sounds fantastic. More platinum level content right after this.
2: This week's episode is brought to you by Dwarf Sugar, the sweetness that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> Many people have led you to believe that dwarves are the harvesters and protectors of precious jewels and coins. But we're here to tell you how completely untrue that statement is. Dwarves, rulers of the underground, scalers of the night caves, are in fact the lead producers of sweet, sweet dwarf sugar, the tastiest, rarest, and sparkliest sugar of the sweet world. Did we mention it's sweet? Well, (laughs) it is. Everyone knows dwarves are master tinkerers, and so they put that precision to the test when mining for that delicious dwarf sugar deep down in the recesses of the sugar mines. My eyes are burning. I can't stop licking my sweet, sweet fingers. I (laughs) could just bite them off. Where's Bilbo? (laughs) If dwarf sugar sounds addictive, that's because it is dwarf sugar hitting general stores in late 1914 give me that sweet sweet
0: boy i know i want some dwarf sugar yeah me too for sure maybe we can put some in the uh GBI break room <laughs> right away <laughs> all right welcome back
1: for more information about dwarf sugar Feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, let's move on to this, Adam. One of our very own interns, Percy Thrillington, is the host of a podcast called Jake and Tom Conquer the World. The Twitter handle for their show is The Drunken Dork. He also does a show called Cobra Kai Companion. Now, regarding (laughs) Cobra Kai, have you heard of Cobra Kai? Uh, How could I not know of Cobra Kai? So Billy Zabka and Ralph Macchio were recently doing some press in support of their show on YouTube, and I want to play you some of the audio from that press event.
0: We're up. Right. Oh, look at us. Hey, this is Ralph and Billy, live from C2E2. Say hey to the Cobra Kai fans and uh feel some of your questions.
4: So um,
0: so ask away. Ask but you away. guys already did ask away, so we're going to hear some questions from some of you guys that have already submitted. Um, Ralph's going to answer all the hard ones, and I'll and the take the easy ones. he's going to take the easy ones. That's how we roll. That's how we do this. Okay, so the first... We thing. only have three minutes, so I don't yeah, know what they it. told so you quick. at home. Quick, <laughs> quick. Yeah, you got to run. The first question is from at the drunken dork, who asks, who's the better dancer? Dancer, Johnny or Daniel. Who's the drunk drunk drunken door? Dork? Uh-huh. The Drunken Dork. Do you know when I went to register that I was all so, so upset, upset that it was taken? Yeah. yeah. And what was the question? Was Who's the, the better dancer? dancer? Johnny or Daniel? Oh, it matters the style.
2: Well, who no. we saw Dancing with the Stars? Oh uh,
4: well, I, I don't know if Drunken Dork was
0: watching it. Trunken I would that, <laughs> say LaRusso's had a little dance background, but uh, Lawrence is going to surprise you. Yeah, I would say LaRusso is a better ballroom dancer, and, and Lawrence a is a better breaker. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, Lawrence yeah. can break dance. LaRusso would be more ballet and more uh ballroom. All right, enough. Ballroom. Okay, I'm just going. Enough. Go All right, next question. Thank <laughs> you, Drunken Dork. <Dorman. laughs> At. At. Drunken Dork. Yeah. That's another guy. The guy. Thank you. you might want to change it. There's something about that thing. You just... <laughs> You might want to change your name. Think of life differently. I don't know. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Dude, that's brilliant. How cool is that, man? Isn't that fantastic? That's, uh, that's excellent, dude. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. So congratulations to those guys for their celebrity shout-out. Yeah, seriously. That's a big one, too, man. Cobra Kai. Yeah, that's huge. Absolutely. So, Adam, we have incredibly smart people in our group. Definitely. Well... I think you're familiar with Greg, right? He was on of the course. 100th episode with us. Yeah. So Greg reached out to me and says that he needs our help. Oh, we're on the case. So he got an email recently, and he hastily made a decision about how to handle it. And now he's second-guessing himself and wants to run it by us to see if he did the right thing.
0: Why is he running it by us? Because we have incredibly
1: smart people in our group. That's correct. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to read the email... And then you can give him advice, and then I'll tell you if it matches what he already decided to do. Okay. So here's the email. And by the way, the subject line for the email that was sent to him is, security notice, someone have access to your system. (laughs) Have you ever gotten an email like this? No, this is news to me. So it says, hi, as you may have noticed, I sent you an email from your account. This means that I have full access to your account. I've been watching you for a few months now. The fact is that you were infected with malware through an adult site that you visited. If you're not <laughs> familiar with this, I will, I will explain. Trojan virus gives me full access and control over a computer or other device. This means that I can see everything on your screen, turn on the camera and microphone, but you do not know about it. I also have access to your contacts and all your correspondence. Why your antivirus did not detect malware? Answer, colon. My malware uses the driver. I update the signatures. I its signatures every four hours so that your antivirus is silent. I made a video showing how you satisfy yourself in the left half of the screen and in the right half, you see the video that you watched. <laughs> With one click of the mouse, I could send this video to all your emails and contacts on social networks. I can also post access to all your email correspondence and messengers that you use. (laughs) If you want to prevent this, transfer the amount of $706 to my Bitcoin address. If you do not know how to do this, write to Google, buy Bitcoin. (laughs) My Bitcoin address, and that gives the long address to his Bitcoin wallet. After receiving the payment, I will delete the video and you will never hear me again. I give you 48 hours to pay. I have a notice reading this letter and the timer will work when you see this letter. He goes on. <laughs> Filing a complaint somewhere does not make sense because this email cannot be tracked like my Bitcoin address. I do not make any mistakes. If I find you have shared this message with some, someone else... The video will immediately be distributed. And here's my favorite part. Best regards. (laughs) (laughs) And then the guy doesn't sign the email. Wow. Sounds pretty serious. Adam, he's come to us for advice. What do you think he should do?
0: Well, you know, blackmail is a serious, serious charge here. You know, I mean, this is what this guy is doing. He's... You know, it's it's, it's pretty tough. Um, I think that maybe what he should do is respond to the email and say, "No, I'm watching you," and then basically send him back to the next, and then and then see what happens from there. Try, you know, see. Oh, see interesting. If you can. Yeah, because I think it's kind of like it's like when you when somebody says, "Hey, you're ugly," and you say, "No, uh," you know, it's like, "No, you are." I think you should do that. No, you're under surveillance, and I will send the video <laughs> of you out.
1: Huh. Okay, I mean, right. it worked
0: in the schoolyard, you know, it worked in the schoolyard. <laughs> well, would you like to know how he handled it? Well, why would he call us for advice if he's going to handle it anyway?
1: Well, he he was just second guessing himself, and he wanted to he wanted to see if he if he made the right decision. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I would love to hear what he said. So he panicked and paid the seven hundred and six dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I guess it was a safe play, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, of all the things you were gonna say, that's not what I was expecting.
1: <laughs> so that's that's what he um that's okay. what he decided to do. Yeah. Well, that was one option. He he took the option. Yeah. So Greg, I hope I hope that was helpful. You um you made a huge mistake, and you probably should have done what Adam said.
0: Yeah, you're out seven hundred bucks, dude. And why was it seven oh six? I mean, come on. You could have at least negotiated down to like 700.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so if if he didn't feel good about it before, he should feel great about it now. (laughs) Right. All right, Adam, we have one travel item this week. Oh, good. And I stole this next item from Clay Groves uh, from his personal feed. Thanks, Clay. It falls under travel and science And so I didn't know what theme song to play. And so I'm going to play both right now. Perfect. (laughs) Just kidding. Let's just go with travel. (laughs) So this comes from a headline and the headline reads, Flat Earthers Cruise Will Sail to an Antarctica Ice Wall at the Planet's Edge. Has, Has Corey signed up yet? Well, hold on to that thought. Here's a little more information. Organizers of an annual conference that brings together people who believe that the Earth is flat are planning a cruise to the purported edge of the planet. They're looking for the ice wall that holds back the oceans. The journey will take place in 2020. Uh, Details about the event, including the dates, are forthcoming according to the FEIC, which calls the cruise the biggest, boldest adventure yet. However, it's worth noting, it says in the article, that the nautical maps and navigation technologies, such as global positioning systems, work at, work as they do because the Earth is, well, a globe. Right. Now, you asked about Corey, a.k.a. Science McScienceface, our resident flat earther and chairman of our Science Committee of Sciencing. He is planning on going.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Yeah, and so the first thing I thought was, is well, maybe he'll do a road trip audio diary for us. Uh, maybe we should go with him. Yeah, perhaps. Adam, let's take a look at our entertainment page. Awesome. Let's begin with an entertainment advisory. The final season of Game of Thrones premieres on April 14th. Have you been watching Game of Thrones?
0: No, I was going to say nobody cares, but everyone cares except for me and like one other person.
1: Well, anyways, that premiere is one week from today, and we have created an official GBI Game of Thrones discussion thread in the group. And so come join us there. Just search the group for hashtag GOT. Now, I will warn everybody that the idea of the group or the idea of the discussion thread is that we're going to watch the episode the night that it happens and then immediately jump in and discuss it. And so if you're watching it any time after the night it comes on, there will be spoilers in that thread. Adam, how about some entertainment headlines? Ooh, I think all of these came from Chris DeVos, our entertain turn. So here they are. First one: Director Ron Howard is hoping to make a sequel to Willow. Did you ever see Willow? I did not see Willow. I didn't either. And so when he says sequel, I don't actually know what that means. Yeah, it's it's weird. But for those that um, that followed Willow, I bet they're pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. And then our last headline. Avengers Endgame will be Robert Downey
0: Jr.'s last Marvel Cinematic Universe film. Well, that makes sense. I mean, he's he's giving it a good go, you know, and boy, what a, what a Tony Stark he is. Yeah, he's been great, hasn't he? Oh, man, he's been phenomenal. I, I love him as
1: Tony Stark. Yeah, me too. He's perfect for it. Okay, Adam, if you remember, we recently played Alex Trebek's announcement that he was fighting stage four pancreatic cancer. Yes, that was so tragic. Really sad. Well, he has since made a second announcement, and I'm going to play that right here.
6: Oh. Hi, everyone. I just want to take a few moments to say thanks to the, believe it or not, hundreds of thousands of people who have sent in tweets, texts, emails, cards, and letters wishing me well following my recent health announcement i've heard from former contestants even watson the ibm computer sent me a get well card now obviously i won't be able to respond to all of you individually but i did want you to know that i do read everything i receive and i am thankful for the kind words the prayers and the advice you have offered and i'm extremely touched by the warmth you have expressed in your comments to me. I'm a lucky guy. Well, there
0: you go. An update from Alex Trebek. Man, I really hope that he can really pull through this. He's such a good guy, man. He's a true entertainment icon, isn't he? Yeah.
1: All right, well, Adam, my old college roommate Brad, is back with another installment of... This Week in Kiss Yes, hell yeah Now, I don't know if you knew this I did not But apparently, did you know that Kiss Is out on another farewell tour? I, Yeah, it's like number 17 or something <laughs> Right Well, they, they swear this is the, the actual farewell tour But following their show in Cleveland A rumor came out about the health of drummer Eric Singer Did you hear about this? No, I didn't hear So here's an update. KISS have confirmed that the rumors of Eric Singer being rushed to the hospital are false. In social media posts by KISS and the drummer, the hoax was clarified and KISS's farewell tour will go on as scheduled. And KISS added via Instagram, hoax, Eric Singer is absolutely fine and there is no truth to any fake health reports. There is no stopping us and we'll be taking down Montreal tomorrow night.
0: I bet they started that rumor themselves. <laughs> really? You think so? Dude, they start all kinds of stuff to get like the buzz going, to sell something, all kinds of stuff. Oh, do they? <laughs> I mean, like it just it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, that's possible. Alright, moving on. Adam, this is normally where we would discuss candidates for our current three-room apartment. Uh-huh. But the discussion that needs to take place following our last staff meeting is far too important and would take much longer time than we have here. And so you and I have convened a special session on the matter. It's all recorded. And I'd like to ask everyone to listen to it immediately following this meeting. Yes, please do. It'll be worth your time. And we're going to sort out some things that everyone demands that we discuss.
0: Adam, how about we finish up with some hotline messages? Hotline, hotline Call it on the hotline, boy, for Let's do it.
1: All right. Well, here is our first message.
7: What's the deal with Peter the Vilvis thinking Toph doesn't want Seinfeld?
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. What's
7: happening, y'all? It's Peter the <laughs> Hey, buddy.
1: Yes, I told, y'all,
7: I told y'all on Twitter I don't do a good Seinfeld impersonation, but... I felt I should do it, as bad as it is, as as a, as, a, as an olive branch, all right. And <laughs> part of my apology to Brother Tolf, because I Seinfeld.
1: Oh no,
0: no!
7: Lord does what? not watch Seinfeld. <laughs> 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 all right. So I apologize to Brother um, uh, Brother Adam, everything that I said in that last message. Oh, no. Uh, uh, listen to that message, and instead of it being for Toph, it's for you. Oh, no!
6: <laughs> Watch time, out, my man,
7: because it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's one of the greatest shows on TV. It's not hype. It's, it's one <laughs> oh, no. of the greatest shows ever. All right? So please... Do yourself that favor. Not for me, for you. All right? Do it for yourself, And And um, what else? <laughs> and yeah, and I apologize to Toph. Um, you know, uh, everybody makes mistakes. And, um, you know, if there's anybody out there that's mad at me for getting on my brother Toph mistakenly, which I apologize for. All right? Profusely, by the way. Um, you know, if, if, if you have a problem with me even after I apologize, then the <laughs> jerk store... How did the line go? Could one of y'all tell me how the line goes? George Costanza said it. He says, he says, the jerk store called. They're running out of you. (laughs) 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 All right? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.
1: All right. Well, let me respond first, if you don't mind. First of all, I fully uh, accept your apology. No harm done. No hard feelings. Definitely, mistakes are made, and so thank you for calling back and apologizing. And I definitely appreciate you correctly blaming Adam for
0: not appreciating Seinfeld enough.
8: <sighs>
0: you know what? I mean, if it if it came from anyone else besides Peter Vilbus, I might it, it instantly fire back with some you know rhetoric and and things like that. But it's Peter <laughs> Devillebus, I can't I, I can't help but to right. feel somewhat elated, even in spite of that.
1: However. You need to follow what he says, Adam, and you need to go watch more Seinfeld.
0: Yeah. I'll do that when I get more time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Peter, thank you for calling in and making things right. Adam? Yes? Here is your second message. Yes. This is a terrible
5: attempt to disguise my voice, but I am so glad that the Blues Brothers didn't make it to the final four.
1: (laughs) Oh, Okay, so first of all, I disagree, but second of all, do you know who that was? No. That was the other person that joined us for episode 100. John? Yeah, that was John McKay and his first call into the GBI hotline.
0: Wow, and it was he waited all this time to call in and say that he was glad that Blue Brothers didn't make it? <laughs> yeah,
1: of all the things that he could have called in about over the last several months... That's what compelled him to pick up the phone.
0: That, that was the thing that did it. Wow, the, okay. the fact
1: that for some reason he doesn't care for the Blues
0: Brothers. Yeah, which is weird. That's a fantastic movie. Isn't it? Four fried chickens and a Coke, man. <laughs> He's crazy
1: in the head. Agreed. All right. Here's our next message.
3: Hey, Adam. Hey, Chris. How you doing? Grandpa Frank. the one and only Grandpa Frank. Frank. And this is how I talk. Sorry, it's been a while since I called in, but your grandma Lois and I, we went on a nice little cruise on down to the Galapagos Islands. And uh, we did some hiking and we swam with some iguanas and it was just a grand old time. When we got back, we went and we hung out with our good friends, the Russian bear, the Russian bunny. And uh, we all went out and saw a great movie. I know you like those quick little movie reviews. We yes. went and saw the new Jordan Peele rom-com Us, and it is fantastic. A little light on the romance, plenty of comedy, and uh, you know, a few other things. But overall, it was a good movie. Recommended highly. Your grandma Lois fell asleep. That's still okay. She does it all the time in every movie. Anyway, I keep it short. Keep it at work. Bring back Keith. Bye
1: bye.
0: What was the last thing he said? Bring back what? I I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. But I I he must <laughs> I be thinking of a different movie because that that's definitely not a rom com. A hundred percent not a rom com. <laughs> Maybe it was Grandpa Frank that fell asleep. Yeah, it it had to have been because apparently that movie is phenomenal and also terrifying. <laughs>
1: of all the descriptions that i've seen about it because i haven't seen it myself i don't remember anybody saying it was a comedy or or a romantic comedy or or romantic in any way possible correct all right well in any case uh one one he kind of called in with a road trip audio diary sort of kind of And two he called in with a mini movie review so thank you for both of us yeah thanks grandpa frank all right here's our next message
0: Good evening, this is LeBron James, and this is how I talk. Hey, LeBron. I, uh, I'm calling you from somewhere outside of the playoffs <laughs> because I'm not in them. Mm. Because not only did I quit on everybody, but now my body quit on me. So we're hell? a unified quitting front. So while everyone else is enjoying the playoffs, the Lakers, who are not even playoff-bound, are also not going to be enjoying the playoffs because I quit trying hard a long time ago. <laughs> so this is LeBron James, this is how I talk. Um, I will ponder what it's like to win back-to-back three-peats from the great one. <laughs> this is the basketball great one, of course. Um, and meanwhile, even though I don't have six NBA titles, I'm going to continue to claim to be the best player in the world. <laughs> but everyone knows I just uh, I'm the best quitter in the world that's Uh, true. all I have to
4: say about that
0: (laughs)
1: wow (laughs) yeah well he's he's got some extra time on his hands and he's chosen to use that time to
0: call the GBI hotline well yeah because you know what he's not doing with his time going to the playoffs (laughs) (laughs) playing basketball
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow well LeBron thanks for calling in and Adam here is our next message
6: hey Toph hey Adam It's Toph. Oh, hey, Toph. Uh, Hey, man, love the show. You guys are doing a great job. You're hilarious. Keep up the good work. Oh, thanks, Toph. Anyway, I was calling in to tell you about a clutch move that I executed when I came back from lunch and into the parking garage where I have to park, where I work.
1: Oh, nice. I want to hear about this. Yeah.
6: So what happened was is that I came into the garage, and right behind me was a guy in a full-size pickup truck. And the way the garage is shaped is that – it's kind of a square. It's, a, it's kind of a big loop in the shape of a square. And so we get to this point where I turned right and he turned left. But then we come all the way back around and we meet at the same place where we get to the ramp where you go down to the next level. And so what happened was is that when I got around to one side of the square, I sped up just a little bit so that when we met up, I'd make sure that I got to the ramp first. Well, that the reason that was important is because when I got to the bottom to the next level, there was one parking space right by the elevator bank. And if I wouldn't have sped up, he would have got that space. So then I was able to get ahead of him and get the space. I took my time backing into the parking space. And then behind me was him and another row of like three or four cars. So total clutch move. I got a great parking space right by the elevator banks.
0: Den skis. Nice, Toef. That's a big it's a big play. Big play, man. How about that? Way to play it, dude. That was incredible.
1: Well, you know why it was important that I pull that off? Why? It's because it's all about me, baby. <laughs> me. You're damn right it is. <laughs> if I've learned anything from you, Adam, since I've known you.
0: Anything at all, if I've learned just one thing. It's, a, it's all about me. That's, that's 100% right. And don't you forget it, man. And you internalize that. It's always yep. about you. You speed up and you get that parking space. You walk faster and get first in line for checkout. You, Darn get, right. it. you get it, man. I thought you'd be proud of that effort. <laughs> I'm so proud of that and your follow-up. This is great. I'm so proud of you, dude. Thanks. But, well, now you can see why I was so excited I had to call in. Yeah, I can't, yeah it's 100% explainable.
1: Plus, I love hearing from me on the hotline. Dude, especially you on the hotline. Mm-hmm. It's all about me, baby. Me.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, well, here's our next
4: message. Hello, Gravity Beards. Huh. This is Cookie Monster. Yay. And this is how I talk. First of all, Mrs. Cookie Monster puts me on a diet. And I have no more cookies. Yeah. And now I see all these people polled say that Cookie Monster is not their favorite.
1: Oh, no, he what? saw that.
4: Then I see something... It's a severed face of me being worn as a hat while Elmo watches. I am shocked and appalled. (laughs) She is for cookie. It's also for crazy. And apparently that's good enough for Elmo. This is Cookie Monster. And this is how I talk. Yum, 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 yum. yum.
0: (laughs) That is true.
1: (laughs) Okay. So the people that are listening are going to be a little confused. That's right. So we haven't gotten to this yet. We're actually going to talk about it in next week's meeting. But we did a poll, and he was one of the options on the poll. And so we'll just put a little bookmarker in, in this right here, and then this will make more sense at next week's meeting. This is a bit of a teaser for the next meeting. Yeah, but but either way, Cookie Monster, you've called in several times. We always appreciate it. Thank you for calling.
0: I mean, dude, I, I would say that Cookie Monster is kind of like getting up there in intern status.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. If, if he calls in even a few more times... you know what that means he might be the yeah he might be the first muppet to be elevated to more seasoned intern yeah that and
0: and and how many people can say that on their show that they have uh, a muppet as one of their seasoned interns that's correct or even a member of their show no one probably zero yeah now chris speaking of promotions and seasoned interns at the end of the show i have one more promotion to offer Oh, wow. Okay. Well, we'll get to that right
1: before we wrap up. Yep. All right. Well, here, Adam, is our next message. Here is our next message. (laughs) (laughs) There it is.
5: Hello, this is Michael Jeffrey Jordan, six-time NBA champ, three-time MVP. This is how I talk. Okay. I was recently having seance and talking to my former... Roommate Gerald Ford about.
0: <laughs>
5: and he mentioned that you guys were having some calls in from LeBron James, and that reminded me I wanted to call in and congratulate LeBron James on a few great accomplishments. Oh, wow. Interesting. Such as passing me on the all time scoring list.
0: Yeah, that's true. And it's
5: a good thing you can do. Uh, to to get up there in the top four, especially when it took you 100 extra games to do it. Oh. (laughs) But, uh, you know, good job anyway there. Also, (laughs) I want to congratulate you on uh, doing something I never did during, uh, you know, the the prime of my career, and that was. Missed the playoffs? Missed the playoffs. (laughs) Way to go on that one as well, too. Another great accomplishment that I never did.
0: <laughs> and, uh,
5: good luck with Space Jam, too. Bill Murray says he'll never do this. <laughs> anyway, this is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Take that, LeBron.
0: <laughs> I like that little take that comment. <laughs> take that le- I
1: like that he ends all of his all of his calls with "Take that, LeBron." <laughs> You, you know, Adam, oh, I, Adam I don't know if you picked up on this, but he said he, it almost like he he said he wanted to give him some compliments, but none of those really sounded like compliments. They were more like backhanded compliments. Yeah. At, at their best. Like that's maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't feel like pointing out that a guy missed the playoffs during the prime of his career is, is in any way a compliment
0: well but it, it, it but he it did do something that jordan didn't do <laughs> yeah that's a good point it's very
1: confusing it just didn't seem like compliment none of the, none of those seem like compliments to me
0: yeah but you know we don't play pro basketball so we can't really say for sure if that's how they compliment each other no that's true I, that's
1: a good point okay well in anyways uh man uh mike we haven't heard from you in a while yeah thank you for calling in it's always great to hear from possibly the greatest athlete
0: in human history You know, and the thing is, if you look at Jordan's career really quickly, he didn't have the most of anything, except titles. (laughs) (laughs) Except the most important stat ever. Which is exactly my point. All right, Adam,
1: we only have one message left. Okay. And I'm going to end these messages in the only way that it's fitting to do so. Okay. And here it is.
7: Brother Toast! Brother Adam! What's happening, (laughs) y'all? I want to try something a little different this week. Oh wow! I want to try this one time, just one time. He's breaking new
1: ground, Adam. Oh,
7: this is Peter Devilbus, and this is how I talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to say that. All right, I'm not going to steal it, okay? But I have to say it one time. How could you? How could you call the Gravity Beer Podcast and not say this is how I talk? It's the greatest. I love that line.
0: That's fair. <laughs> it's it's required actually.
7: Wanted to say hello. Um wanted to give an explanation as to what happened the last time I screwed up
6: <laughs> 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 with
7: that Seinfeld nonsense for and and y'all and and I already gave the apology all right but what happened was see I cr- I thought Toph was talking to I, I I got you guys confused. That that's basically the bottom line. I I sure. got the I got the conversation crossed. I don't know why I did that.
0: It, it happens. I
7: think it's because I wanted to to kind of uh, 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 give Adam a reprise. You know what I mean? I I I came down on him about the cheesecake.
6: Right. <laughs> sure did. So he I wanted sure to did. come
7: down on Toph about something. And the Seinfeld thing seemed to be right there. And then it wasn't about him.
6: <laughs> 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 so my
7: question is. So, what is the matter with you?
6: <laughs> <laughs>
7: you know what? what What's the matter with you is that there's nothing the matter with you. Yes. You, you know what I mean? It's like I that's you not true, have Peter. absolutely not true, no Peter. skeletons in your closet. I, know, what, I know exactly right? what you and, mean. You know, and I can't, I can't rib on you, and I got I got Adam twice. <laughs> that's that's not fair. So you got to give us something, man. You know? I like where this is no going. No skeletons. Give us a femur. We'll settle for a femur. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
7: and that's it. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.
0: You know, you know, Peter. With, with respect, um, <laughs> mm, I, I gotta I gotta go ahead and disagree with you on that one. Uh, there's a, there's a lot that you did. A lot you can you can pull apart. So he's implying that I'm perfect, which is true. And so how are
1: you going to refute that?
0: You no, know, no, no. It's it's a, no. First of all, you, the very first poll we ran, you were not on the majority side. Right away, that should tell you. But something. that's but
1: okay. So the, but that's different. I'm not right all the time. But what he's pointing to is character flaws. For example, someone that doesn't like cheesecake, that's a severe character flaw. Someone that doesn't appreciate the comedy of Seinfeld, that's a severe character flaw. So what he's saying is... Well, you know what's
0: the real character flaw of you that you keep misquoting me about Seinfeld? (laughs) (laughs) Okay? I never said I don't appreciate it. In fact, I have have extolled it many times. I just said I did not watch it at the age... Actually, I even watched it then as a child. I didn't get it. So... Right there, your your misrepresentation and slander basically is a huge character flaw. So, Peter, maybe you should you know maybe maybe kind of retool that comment just a little bit.
1: Hey, Adam, you know what? You are on the majority side of what?
0: Getting called out by Peter. <laughs> that's a low blow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a low blow. And 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 damn it! That's that's. F- up <laughs> <laughs>
1: because if you look up at the scoreboard it's it's chris has been called out zero times in fact got an apology from peter for incorrectly calling him out and adam has two he has at least two times that you've been called out
0: yeah well peter Deville doesn't know you offline like i do so <laughs> <laughs> well in, in a, <laughs> All right,
1: fine. We'll put that aside for now. <laughs> you know, Adam, I did want to say this also in response to Peter's message. Mm-hmm. He's left a bunch of messages, and he's he's impossible to confuse with anyone else. But it is very important that he finally said in this message, this is how I talk.
0: You know, and, and it's kind of something that you and I have talked about offline. Like, we didn't really want to bring it up, but he had never really said it. So That's right. We both know that identity theft is not a joke, Jim. So the fact that he finally that he finally said it really kinda of puts my, my my fears to rest. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out with hopes and just assume that the ones before were him. But boy, can I just tell you how relieved I am that he finally said it and, 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 and you know got it out there. Yeah,
1: really well said. Yeah. I mean I, I think you and I are both, I mean, fairly confident that all of his previous messages were actually him and not someone else, you know, uh, masquerading as him exactly but it's super important that he did finally say it
0: yeah i mean you know with all the celebrities we've had call in like we, there's just too much room for error so when he finally nailed it now we've got it yeah. because i mean look at clay clay groves i think exemplifies how much this is important because he even says it for videos
1: yeah no that's a that's a great point i didn't even think about that yeah so so f- yeah. so folks this is a really uh, important procedure we don't want it to be a burden but it's an important procedure that we ask everyone to follow <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a great way to say it. Perfectly said. Okay,
1: very good. Alright, well, that's all of our messages. And it sounds like you've got a promotion to hand out
0: before we wrap up the show. You know, I I've been thinking about this a lot, and I want to bring up a very a very good contributor to our group right now. Yeah, man, bring it. And you know as well as I do the very uh the very funny Vlado K coats. Yes. Okay, so. Vlado K-Codes has really, really been a, first of all, very smart and very funny interactor. Yep. So I would like to first promote Vlado to more seasoned intern. Yes. I sec- I second that. So let it be written. So let it be done. This guy, it's a long overdue pr- promotion. Agreed. Secondly, I would like to promote him in addition to his already, you know, obligations that he's fulfilling I want to promote him to intern in charge of gifts because his gift game is strong. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) And I want to acknowledge that publicly how hilarious it actually is. So Vlado, thank you for your contributions. Thank you for your gifts. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful future in the gravity beard interns. Yeah, absolutely. Thank
1: you for doing that. Yeah. Well, long overdue. I agree. Well, Adam, without further ado, that concludes this week's staff meeting. Uh, So we don't have time for any more ado? No, we've completely run out of time for any additional ado. Dang it. All right. But we do have some brief credits before we go. The content of these meetings are generated almost entirely by our talented team of interns. If you'd like to contribute to the show, we'd love to have you join the team. Just search Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook. It's where we have very serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. Call us on the hotline if you like. That number is thirty-two one four six. Fifty-two eighteen zero. if you enjoyed the show please tell another human about it gravity beard is a proud member of the podfix network to find other great shows consistently creating platinum level content go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at podfix on twitter you can also find me on another fun show called life is messy with the lovely and talented sarah stapleton if you found this show you know where to find that Our theme song is Walking the Dog. This catchy tune is called Above and Beyond. Both are by Silent Partner. can be found on the YouTube audio library. For my dear friend and co-host, Lord Saunders, I'm your other co-host, Toph. This meeting is adjourned. Peace.
2: George, you're proposing a snow tire
8: day at Yankee Stadium. As
2: long as I don't throw them on the field. (laughs) Help yourself with some shrimp. I brought it up for everybody. I have to say, this
8: this proposal doesn't
2: make a whole lot of sense. Well, you never know. Let's see how many I can fit in my mouth.
8: (laughs) You know, George, the ocean called. They're running out of shrimp.
2: Oh, yeah, Riley? (laughs) Well, the Jerk Store called. They're running out of you. What's the difference? You're their all-time bestseller! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? Well, I had sex with your wife! (laughs)
5: His wife is in a coma.
1: I am
0: recording. That red light means it's rolling. <laughs> means it's party time. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have a golden light option, which is unfortunate. Uh, what's the point? I know. What is the I point? Know. I don't think they understand who they're
1: talking to. <laughs> did, did you want just, to just throw that on the ground and smash it?
0: Well, I did that, but then I had to put it back together for our recording. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing you did that. I know. <laughs> I was like, Chris might be upset if I break my recording equipment while on the road. You're like, oh, dang it, I need that. <laughs> I shouldn't Chris is d- going to be so angry. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I immediately regret the decision. That was one of my poor decisions. <laughs> of all the decisions I've made today, that was a poor one. That may have been a tad impulsive. what was i thinking (laughs) zoom that was bad (laughs) zoinks